Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Not A Clone Podcast, where we discuss curating a more spiritual and individual life. My name is Bo Mifawiyami, and this is episode 008. Today, I'm here with my good friend, Dejia Defier. We are both Seventh-day Adventists, and today we are going to be talking to you guys about gratitude, how you show more gratitude, what does gratitude even mean, and past present and future experiences with gratitude so Deji, it's nice to have you here thank you for having me hey man so what you been up to these days man uh it's a mix of everything you know uh part uh part study part music um part business business yeah what are you doing doing business wise oh well i have a family business uh you know with my mom you know she does like home health care so i gotta help her around sometimes you know little light fixture here Little visit there, you know. Just gotta fill out the little little pockets that uh that need some uh, some maintenance. Oh, so she's roping you into things that need to be done, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when my mom had me do that when she had her own home health business back in two thousand ten. Man, that was eight years ago. Dude, I'm old. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna graduate next Saturday. That's that's a nice thing to say. Not even graduate. Think about twenty eight ten was eight years ago. 2010 was eight years ago, man. Like, that that's just crazy to me. Like, I felt like it was last year to me. Dude, we've been in the 21st century for 18 years. That's crazy, isn't it? I know, right? Man, we're just... 90s babies. <laughs> and, you know, when a kid... So, I'll be teaching kids, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, music teacher and everything. Yeah. And I talk to a kid and I ask them, how... What, what, what year were you born? They tell me 2005? That's when I freak out a little bit. <laughs> Like, what was I doing in 2005? How old was I in 2005? I was nine years old in 2005. I was in the fourth grade in 2005. I was doing school, you know. Like, like, little babies, and now it's like, it's a weird thing, man. But anyway, let's talk about gratitude. So, um, we can just start off with what is gratitude? Like, what does it mean to both of us personally? And we can just dive into the conversation that way, so... What, when you think gratitude, like, what definition comes up in your mind? What do you think of? Like, what are the thoughts that are trickling down? Um, well, definitely gratitude uh, reminds me of being grateful for things you may not be, I guess, exactly thankful for. Because mm-hmm. it seems like we are thankful for some things, but it's another thing to be, like, actually, like, grateful for some other stuff. Like, gratitude is for those, like, really endearing things that, like deserve deserve that like that kind of measure that kind of uh, different level yeah when i think gratitude i'm thinking um it's the act of acknowledging and appreciating all the good things that have been happening to you either past present or future Mm -hmm. and it's the recognition part and like the acknowledgement part that's the important thing that a lot of people i think just kind of brush under the rug and they kind of just take for granted a lot because they're not really thinking about it in the moment it's just kind of a oh okay that happened that was cool on to the next thing because mm-hmm. you know just in 21st century america we're always about oh, hey what's the next thing on our agenda what's the next thing we're going to do instead of you know taking a step back and looking at our life thus far and saying oh my gosh so many good things have happened and i'm not really enjoying them. and i'm not enjoying it i'm not 
appreciating it. I'm not acknowledging that it was right there in front of me. So mm-hmm. just those couple of things. Gratitude in the dictionary. I just looked it up. It says the quality of being thankful, the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Mm. So I just think that's something that we need to just do a little bit more. And for me personally, like, you know, a lot of good things have happened to me in the past. Like, if I look back at, like, middle school and high school, I did really, really well with music. And, you know, God has given me this gift to just do amazing things with either clarinet or piano mm. or whatever instrument was given to me at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I told myself that I wanted to do, I wanted to do music in college because it was the one thing in life I knew that I was really, really good at. And... I was just like, all right, I know music. I mean, and that's it. You know, and when other people like, well, I'll go to church, for example. Yeah. Other people will talk about music in ways that they only know how to talk about it. And then, you know, I just kind of like brush my shoulder. like, well, they don't know this. They don't know that. They don't know this. They don't know that. Do they know what a documented six chord is? I don't think so. Do they know what a dominant seventh chord is? Why are they talking right now? I'll have conversations like that in my head. And I'll tell myself, have they even, have they even heard of Rachmaninoff? They just they don't even know. Dude, they can't even pronounce my, that's even, I can't even do it either. I can't do it either. Rachmaninoff. Dude. That Shostakovich. Beethoven, like, you know, there's so many, there's so many names, but like, it's stuff like that, that I'll have conversations with non-music people, like, who don't study it like I do, and I'm just, you're just like, I'm just like, what, what is If you this? only knew what you didn't know. Like, exactly, it's just like, why don't you know what I know right now, like, who are you, like, what, what is this? But then I think back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm super grateful that I have all this knowledge under my belt, and... I don't even know where I'd be, like, mm. if I just didn't take the time to learn all those things. Yeah. Because, like, when you're learning things in college or just, like, school in general, you're just like, oh, okay, I mean, I'll use this eventually, maybe not, maybe. But, you know, because days like this where I'm teaching in a classroom, I tell myself, man, what was the point of all that music history that I had to learn? Because I'm not using any of it right now. But, I know what you mean. You know? But then there are times where a kid will ask you, well, what about this composer in XYZ? And I'm just like, oh, man, I have to remember what I was learning in class. Oh, snap. And then I'm more grateful that I did go through all those things mm-hmm. in college and the hours and hours and hours and hours of studying just stuff. It was, stuff. Worth, it. I mean, it was mm-hmm. worth it. It was great. And it's made me a more knowledgeable human being than I am right now. And it's great because I got to pass down this knowledge to other kids now. So it'd be kind of bad if I didn't remember everything that I did in college. So let's go to another question. So how does one show more gratitude? What are your thoughts on that? Man, showing more gratitude, it's, I think it has to do with uh, probably case by case basis, because I know that there are like some things where, like, there are some, like, just objects I think we've taken just for granted. Like, for example, you know, like, just water. I don't think we appreciate water enough. <laughs> you know, I, I know it's so, it sounds so basic, but then I'm just like, we all just drink water without even thinking hey, about basic it. basic white girl? <laughs> basic white girl? Is that what you are? No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, you know, things like that. But, you know, when you get to uh, more, 
more bigger meanings like family. Family, like how do you appreciate them more? You you gotta let them know each day, like whenever you see them, you know, like you gotta let them know you love them. You gotta let them know that you care for them, and you need to reciprocate that love. And like whenever you have their back, you know, you gotta make sure that uh, they have your back. You know, it has to be has to be that uh, that exchange. It has to be there. Yeah, it's just it's the idea of okay, I and in order to show more gratitude, I have to actually do something mm-hmm. that makes people know that okay i am grateful for everything that's happening yeah. so let's say for example um i am super grateful that i had becca as a sister like i really am and mm-hmm. i could just tell myself that in my mind forever and ever and say hey i am grateful or i could call her on the phone Granted, maybe she won't pick up at the time because, you know, she's super busy. Mm-hmm. In California, yeah, I'm calling you out, sis. Um, <laughs> but I could just call her on the phone and say, hey, 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 sis. Or bro, I call her bro. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it is what it is. But when I, hey, bro, I, I do appreciate you being in my life. I am grateful that I didn't have to grow up in the house alone. Like, just me, my mom, and my dad. I'm glad I had that person I could play with. And, you know, like, I was talking to my mom the other day, and we are talking about how when Becca and I were in her, like, we used to, like, hold each other's hands and everything. And I'm just like, there is no way <laughs> I don't believe you. that that was a thing. But then she'll show me pictures, and then I'm disgusted. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. No, it's great. But it's just nice that I have her around, and, like, the only way I'm going to be able to show her that I am grateful for her being there is by actually just telling her. Hmm. I mean, dude, you you got, like, how many siblings? Well, I have three sisters. Yeah, three sisters. So there's Man. there's a lot of gratitude that is, uh, that, you know, I got to give on my part because they're, you know, like, all the calling out, number one. I mean, I know it does get frustrating because, you know, they pick on everything from the clothing down to confidence, down to words and stuff, but... At the end of the day, like they're like, we're your, you're our only brother, and like we care for you so much. We want you to be the best man you can be. Like we want you to be really good and stuff. And so I'm just like, at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, they, I believe them. You know, they. Hey man, I think I think I'm a sister. Like, because we're because we're like in so many ways, man. <laughs> that yeah, dude, we're playing we're planning this GYC trip. Uh-huh. Um, what does GYC stand for again? I forget. Gen- I think Generation of I think Generation of Youth for Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's, yeah, I think so, that's one I've heard. So it's a Seventh Day Adventist Youth Conference, and they do this. How many? Like they do this every year, right? Yeah, yeah. Once every year, once every year, and it's it's for about December twenty eighth, like going into the new year. So it's in Houston this year, which is great because that's only four hours away from where I live, where we live. Um, so your sister, so your sister and I, like, we're planning, like, a trip down there, Mm -hmm. and, man, I am so grateful for her, because I called her the other day, and I said, hey, where are we gonna stay? (laughs) Because we had talked about an Airbnb at the time. I remember that. Yeah, Yeah. and I, 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 I totally just, like, blanked, and I was, I was trying to come up with a plan B, plan C, plan D, if that was going to work out. But then I called her the other day just to check out and see how she's doing because I know she hasn't been feeling well lately. But, mm-hmm. yeah, and we pray for her, and that's great. Um, but she told me, she's like, oh, I already booked it. And I was like, what? This is a common occurrence. Oh, man. This is a very common occurrence. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because I was 
Because, I mean, I have relatives down in Houston. I was about to call them up and say, hey, can I crash on you guys for a couple <laughs> days? Because I already paid for my ticket, yeah. so I'm going. I can't just back out. Yeah, so that's great, man. Yeah, your sister's awesome. She's really cool. Like yeah, we really do pray mm-hmm. for her that she gets better soon. Like, I don't even know, like, because she keeps telling me that, like, they don't know what's wrong. Like, the doctors don't know what's wrong. Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's been bugging out about it. And so I, I it seems like she's more relaxed about it than we are. Yeah, and see, and see, it's just, a, it, it, God works in amazing ways. Because the yeah. fact that she told me that she was still going blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, Wait, she, yeah, you're still coming? She's dead set on it, oh, man. man. And I mean, she should be, because it's only four hours away, mm-hmm. which is, is not bad. It's just a four-hour drive for us, so... And mind you, she's gone, she's gone whenever it was in Louisville, Kentucky, when it was in the middle of dead winter, at the same time, when it was nothing but snow and just... If that isn't a devout Christian, I don't know <laughs> what is. I'm saying. All I'm saying. Facts. Oh, man. All right, um, let's move on to another question, shall we? Um, what things do you take for granted that you should be more grateful for? Mm. Well, well, I think you brought one up that was a really good one, I guess. Education, mm-hmm. I think. You know, we always kind of take our subjects for granted, but, you know, after a while, we seem to, at one point or another, we kind of rattle them off. Because I find myself kind of, like, trying to explain some things, like, whether it be in church or, like, just, like, with my friends. And then I find myself randomly, oh, I got to use, you know, this random math thing because I have to, like, calculate how much I got to pay for this thing. I'm just like, okay, I'm glad I I'm glad I was able to do the homework. I'm, I'm glad I was able to do that whenever I did, even though I felt bad, even though I didn't want to do it. I'm grateful that I still was able to, you know, pursue and kind of learn that thing because now I'm able to do it and it's able to help me. Yeah, I mean, just even where all our parents grew up in Nigeria and like, they had they had good education over there, but like the yeah. fact that we're getting a, an American education, like in American institutions where we have some of the highest ranked schools like in the world and we're just getting all this knowledge right now that could be super beneficial to us in the future. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really think about it. Like, I I graduate next Saturday, right? I'm graduating as a first-generation African-American here in the States. Like, in our family. And that's just, that's a huge thing. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. But then I, I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh. That's huge. There are a lot of people out there in the world who don't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we just got to remember when the days are slow and we're about to just destroy the next kid who asks, Mr. Fabi TV, <laughs> can I have a high five? And then I say no. And Wait, they're like, why they, not? And I'm just Do like, they actually pronounce the name right? Fahimi, yeah, they're saying it. I say Mr. F too, just to like, <laughs> they, like you know, I get a hybrid of both. I told you, you can say Mr. Fawahimi or you can say Mr. F. And a lot of people want to say Fawahimi because they think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, man, this is, this is super nerdy and this is a, this is a tangent, but I think it's funny. So at the middle school that I'm still teaching at, mm-hmm. we have three directors. We have Mr. Katz, we have Mr. Timpany, mm-hmm. and then we have Ms. Compton. 
All right. So you know how we have like quarter notes, eighth notes, triplets, yeah. and sixteenth notes. So it's it's so it's uh, Mr. Cats came up with this really like nerdy thing. So like to do each one of them, we have cats, cats, Compton, Compton, Timpani, Timpani, Kawahimi, Kawahimi, and I was like. <laughs> Oh no! So then, anytime the kids, wow. anytime the kids see me now, they're just like, "Oh wait, he made fun of me." I'm like, "Oh man, I've been reduced down to sixteenth notes on a page. What is happening right now?" But it's super cool because yeah. I mean, this is like, so like I think about my education. I think about me being first generation Amer- American, graduating from an American institution. I'm like, okay. Kids going, it's not that bad in the grand scheme of everything else that's happening mm-hmm. in the world. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's, dude, I just hope kids are crazy. <laughs> but you, but I, love them. Yeah. I love them. They're great. They're awesome. And they're really upset that I'm leaving, like, after next week. And it's, it's going to be really tough. To after seeing Fawahimi, Fawahimi for weeks on end, I mean. <sighs> It won't be the same in January. It, it won't be the same. <laughs> we can't go back to watermelon. We, we gotta sing Fellow Evening. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's one of alone inside of one of alone. Okay, let's get back on track, man. Okay. Um, are there things in your past? that you should have been more grateful for and how do you show more gratitude for those things now? Hmm. This one's this one's actually pretty difficult whenever you send it to me because there's there are a lot of things in my past that I would say I am thankful for. It's just that kind of going back and having to say thank you, it's almost so hard because Maybe the person has been either moved away or they don't really remember or it didn't really mean much to them as it did to me. Mm-hmm. But I think in order to kind of like recover that, I think I have to kind of connect it to something now and something in the future as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, probably a good example for me would be music as well. Okay. So like I you know I remember I took piano lessons for about like four four years between fifth grade and ninth grade, and so there was a period where I did practice a lot and like I was very diligent at it. But then like kind of like at the end I just slacked off like crazy because I didn't you know I was getting in high school I just got distracted and I didn't want to do anything and so yeah I I didn't really take it uh, seriously like I should have. But then looking back, whenever I picked it up, um, I've, I I tried and dropped it for two years, but then I picked it back up again. But then when I picked it back up again, I got better and better and better. And that's when I, looking back, I, I kind of wanted to look back and say, like, you know, that that time when I really did practice, like, I I really benefited from that. Like, that, that really helped me, you know. And I think, you know, the person who, you know, my piano teacher, Mr. Sillin, if he ever listens to this, thank you, sir. You're amazing. <laughs> you know, he, well, like, cool. he, yeah, he, he did a lot. He did very, very well with me. And so, like, you know, I think his persistence, his creativity and wanting to just, like, pursue it, even though it may not have been his own, like, decision, seeing that I saw to, like, grow as a musician, like, that still helped me a lot 
even to this day where I want to make my own music. Yeah? Dude, yeah, and you guys, like, for all the listeners right there, this dude's a wicked piano player. Like, he's one of the best I've seen. <laughs> you can just pick it up like it's no, like nobody's business. And then when we go to our uh, Nigerian Adventists in North America, or Nana for short, when we go to our, our, our general camp meeting at the end of July, this kid, like, will just get all all the youth together, and he'll just do, like, this magnific- magnificent performance with them like singing as a choir like on the last sabbath day oh, like as dude I, <laughs> what was it ah oh, man i got so even last last year i i don't even i i don't think i could take credit for even for last year they did it themselves dude but i was they, see they i was could, i wasn't there last year man, so i have no idea what happened but they got themselves together i got there on like thursday maybe thursday afternoon they're like hey we did a song could you direct us i was like uh okay Dude, that's you're, nor- you're normally chasing people. Yeah. That's what's normally happening, you know? And, oh, man, what was it? Was it? Because when you did We Gather Together? Yeah, that was 2014. 2014? Dude, that was epic, man. Like, that was probably, like, one of the greatest, like, arrangements I had seen. And, like, this kid will just, like, he'll just pull up notes out of thin air. And he's like, you're singing this, this, and this. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I'm a good musician, but I'm not that good. I can wave a stick in front of a band, and that's about it. I mean, like, but yeah, like, it's it's super awesome. And, like, you talking about piano, man, like, because I, I, I started when I was seven, mm. and I stopped when I was 14, because, you know, high school, and I was just like, yeah, I want to play clarinet, and clarinet's super cool. All f- f- a shout out to all the clarinet players out there, by the way. I originally wanted to play saxophone, but clearly that didn't work out. So, yo, I am, I'm trying to pick up saxophone. Dude, I mean, I could teach it. Like, I could teach it, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk after. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. It's okay. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah, I just I went to the slump. But then I was super grateful for like all those like, those seven years. Seven. I started at seven and at fourteen. Yeah, yeah. seven years. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I I'm super grateful for those seven years because when I got to college. I signed up for a piano class because that was just, like, you had to do it. I got there the first day, and I was just like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> like, this is this curriculum is going to move too slow for me. I already know a lot of this stuff already. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to test out. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to test out. So, halfway through sophomore year is when I tested out of the first two semesters of piano. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. I got that, and I'll get the other two later. I waited until halfway through senior year. Like, this is a semester before I'm about to student teach. And, like, if I don't pass these, like, tests, I'm going to be at Texas Tech for, like, another year. And I'm, like, freaking out. And I was like, all right, God, God, I need you right now. (laughs) Like, I just, I I need, I need my chops back up. Dude, I practiced for, like, two weeks straight on end just for this test. And then I went in there, and Goodness. she was like, "And then she was like, yeah, yeah, you do. This is one. This is a great test." And I'm like, "Really?" Because I was freaking out. Like I was freaking out the whole time. I'm like, "Man, like God had my back." And I mean, He always does. And that's just something that we just need to be more grateful about because you know, I know there are a lot of people out there who, like I said, they're taking things for granted and they're really not thinking about how God has influenced their lives in so many ways. And they're not even grateful for that. Mm. Or like, even if it's not God or it's like the universe or like Buddha or like whatever you believe in, like there's some 
big power out there who's helping you and is guiding you along, along a path. And you're not really saying thank you. You're not really saying anything. You're just kind of living. And I think living a life without gratitude is a way where you can get very unhappy very quickly. And then you can just kind of like dwindle down into your own shell and you're not really appreciating everything else that's around you. It's a reflex. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and so it kind of, it's almost like a muscle you got to train because naturally you don't want to say thank you, but, you know, kind of like a little kid growing up, you got to remember, you know, what do you say, please and thank you. Now as an adult, you got to remember, like, when good things happen, oh, thank you. You know, like, thank you, God. Thank you for letting this happen to me, you know. Mm -hmm. You got to remember that whenever anything happens, anything good, or even anything bad that's beneficial, that's whenever it gets, like, super tough. Whenever, like, the hardships come, you got to say, you know, you got to be grateful for those things, too. Then that's when it gets kind of iffy. See, that, that reminds me because, so, I did an episode, two episodes ago, on memories. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about how, like, the bad memories can, like, help you out at times. And I'm super, see, I think about my bad memories sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> Lord, just, just, just get me through the pain. Oh, I know it's going to be one of those days, but just get me through the pain and everything's going to be okay. But then there are other days I'm like, oh my gosh, I learned so much going through those bad times, like back in the day, mm-hmm. um, dealing with people, dealing with music, dealing with my parents. Man, I've had so many bad memories with my parents. And I mean, it's all, my parents are great and I love them to death and like we have like the best relationship we've had in years, mm-hmm. but there were times where I just was losing my freaking mind. One example. Okay, so my dad and, like, my dad made me take the SAT five times in high school. Dang. Five times. We were talking about this last night. We were talking about this last night, and we are talking about how, you know, he's proud of me for making it through college and the Mm -hmm. fact that, like, we have we have a, we have a couple loans, like, and that's it. And it'll get paid off within, like, the next, like, five years, no problem. But... It would have been significantly worse if he hadn't pushed me to take the SAT as many times as I did because Texas Tech, they have, like, a presidential scholarship hmm. for, like, a specific SAT score that, like, had to be, like, a specific amount. And the first time I took the SAT, I got out to 1440. And this is back on the scale where I was, like, reading, writing, and math was worth, like, 2400, but, like, it's changed since Yeah, then. I heard it's, yeah. like, a 1600 now. Yeah, it's 1600, and, dude, don't even ask me about that. It's bitter. It's so bitter. I'm so bitter <laughs> that they changed the test. And now... <laughs> yeah, but, like, so the first time I got 1440, and my dad's like, that's not going to cut it, so he signs me up for this college prep course, you know, Karen Dillard? Have you heard about I that? Feel, I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah, sounds man. Familiar. It's a very, very, very useful tool, but when you don't like taking tests like I do, it's like <laughs> the absolute worst thing in the world. But anyway, so like I would, I'm going to put air quotes because people can't see like what I'm doing, but I was forced to go, <laughs> all right? I was forced to go and do this course like a lot because my, my scores need to be higher. And then I got to, like, the 1,700 range for, like, one test. And I went back down to, like, 1,600. And then I went up to 800. And my dad's like, all right, you need to take this test one more time. And I got, like, a 1,920 on my last one. Dang. And I'm just like, all right. You tell, know, tell us you got a 1,910. 
Really? Just a side note, yeah. What? I'd be here about ten points. <laughs> yay me! <laughs> Justin, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but yay me! <laughs> no, dude. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I took that, and we got money. And my dad's like, all right, cool. Because this is senior year. This is October. This is October. Like, this is like the like the first semester of senior year. I'm still taking the SAT, dude. I'm freaking out. Like, dang. I think I was probably taking the same time, too. Like, it was, dude, it was a scramble. Dude, I'm just like, I got band to worry about. And I got, like, you know, applications for college and everything. And I know that the SAT is, like, important. I know he wants to get money. But, like, I was I was losing my mind. Mm-hmm. I was losing my mind. But, like, I look back at that today. I'm like, oh, man. I'm glad he did it. I'm glad we got the money. I'm glad we don't have to worry about, like, paying a extreme amount of loans like right now like mm-hmm. we got so for student teaching it's technically still like a six hour credit course so like they were paying like 3600 for the like so we got like the final e-bill last month and we paid it off and we look at the bank account now and it just says zero everywhere and we're just like wait we're done <laughs> <laughs> that's it are we good yeah <sighs> Then, I mean, we still owe that money, but, like, it's nice to be like, all right, hey, we don't, like, college, college, college is done. Like, we're wrapping it up, put a bow on it. Like, we put up the Christmas tree. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is great. <laughs> this is a good time. So, I am grateful that my dad put me through that. And, like, that's a bad memory. Like, I'll pass by that college prep course, like, on my way to, like, work or something. And I'll uh-huh. just, like, chills. Like, just go up my spine. Oof. Or I'll just remember, I was like, yeah, no, I hated that place. And I'm just a bad test taker. And like, like I, and I know that, and I've gotten better over the years, but still, it's just like, just not the only thing to do. Becca's a test taker. And I mean, she doesn't like taking tests either, but like, girl, yeah, girl got like a 20-something on her, like her SAT. And I was like, all right. What? Nah, girl's smart. And it's cool. And I admire her, and I'm super grateful that she can be around to help me out. And I just don't get things. Because I'm just like, bro, man, you got it. Wow. Girl smart. Wow. Did you doubt how smart she was? Well, okay, I knew she was smart, but, <laughs> but just, no, I wasn't doubting. It's just, you just get surprised, you know? You just, I don't know what to say. You, you just kind of like, it's weird whenever you like hurt. It's just someone you know at church. It's someone I know at church. Randomly, just like, yeah, I wrote a paper on uh, just astrophysics the other day. I'm like, wait, you? Does this person. It's like, that's like, the thing. Like, you, 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 what? You, someone with the same name as you, maybe? Like, oh, sure. wow. <laughs> Dude, that's rough. Yeah, don't do that. that that'll, that'll just get you in trouble. Oh. All right. So for the people at home who are, like, struggling to find things to be grateful for, what should they do? To find, be grateful for? Mm-hmm. I think that what they should do is that they should they should find all the good things in their life. They should take account inventory of every good thing in their life so like an actual list like just write things down mm-hmm. every good thing that exists and every good thing that has happened maybe look past this year maybe even look past this you know this whole decade if need be you know look within your life you know good things that have happened to you and you know if you look at the people involved look at you know what has happened over the years whether it's still around you know take that time to you know show gratitude to them if you can it's a great place to start. As a Christian, I'm going to say that these people who are struggling with this, they need to pray and they need to 
actually sit down and God sit down with God and have a conversation saying, Hey, you've done so much for me in my life. Please show me again what you've done for me. And then like you just like you just meditate for like five or ten minutes and then you just go down memory lane. And you know there are gonna be some things where you're just like, oh, oh I hate that and I don't <laughs> want to see that. But you know there are gonna be a lot of other things that you can look at and you can tell yourself. This is cool. He was there for me. And that's, there. there is one thing right there. You should be grateful that God is like with you right now. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that's just a big thing. Because he could just choose to be anywhere else in the universe. But he's with us all the time. And he doesn't have to. Like there's nowhere in the Bible where he says that he has to be with us all the time. There's nowhere, like he didn't have to bring Jesus down. To save us and to like it's it's yeah. true yeah yeah it's because i was listening to a sermon earlier um this guy named uh, sky jatani he was pro- talking about like christians like and how we engage in the world and stuff and so it often whenever we like whenever we're in the world it seems that we're missing gratitude and like we're kind of like miserable about how the world is and like we're kind of negative about everything that goes on around us and, but the thing is, is that instead of kind of helping other people around us within the world, we kind of just kind of mope around. We tend to not really want to get involved with it. We're just wanting to just look forward towards heaven. We're just wanting to just Jesus to just come back and just take us away. Like, just kind of get out of here as soon as possible. Like, yeah. I don't want to be anywhere but here. Yeah, in a way, gratitude is the antidote to the negative cesspool that is like, you know bad news right now we got a bunch of shootings like all over the u.s we got Mm -hmm. fires in california we got hurricanes and we got like winter storms and you know let's not even talk about politics but anyway but like you know people just they're finding things to talk about that aren't exposing enough positive energy in the world and i think showing gratitude for the things that are around us can definitely help ease the pain Mm-hmm. That is like going around us right now. Yeah. Know? If anything, it can even show healing. Ooh, what a concept. That's crazy. Okay. Well, I think that's, that's, that's a good conversation. Mm-hmm. About that. Um, we're going to move into our devotion of the week. This is written by Max Lucado. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Is I it, think, yeah. Is it Lucado, Lucado? I mean, I don't even I've know. Always, I've always heard Lucado. Lucado. Okay, cool. So he wrote... A devotion titled An Attitude of Gratitude. Whoa. Rhyming. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> crazy. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to read it aloud and then you, we can just discuss the thoughts after. So this is what it says. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a grateful heart sees each day as a gift. Thankful people focus less on what they lack and more on the privileges they have. I attended a banquet recently in which a wounded soldier was presented with the gift of a free house. He nearly fell over with gratitude. He bounded onto the stage with his one good leg and threw both arms around the presenter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He hugged the guitar player in the band and the big woman on the front row. He thanked the waiter, the other soldiers, and then the presenter again. Before the night was over, he thanked me, and I didn't even do anything. Should we be equally grateful? 
Jesus is building a house for us, as stated in John 14, verse 2. Our deed of ownership is every bit as certain as that of the soldier. What's more, Jesus cured leprosy. Sin cankered our souls and benumbered our senses. Yet the man on the path told us that we were healed, and lo, and behold, we were. The grateful heart is like a magnet sweeping over the day, collecting reasons for gratitude. A zillion diamonds sparkle against the velvet of your sky every night. Thank you, God. A miracle of muscles enables, enables you to read these words and your brain to process them. Thank you, God. Your lungs inhale and exhale 11,000 liters of air every day. Your heart will beat about 3 billion times in your lifetime. Your brain is a veritable electric generator of power. Thank you, God. For the jam on your toast and the milk on your cereal. For the blanket that calms us and the joke that delights us and the warm sun that reminds us of God's love. For the thousands of planes that did not crash today. For the men who didn't cheat on their wives and the wives who didn't turn from their men, and the kids who, in spite of unspeakable pressure to, un, unspeakable pressure to dishonor their parents, decided not to do so. Thank you, Lord. Gratitude gets us through the hard stuff. To reflect on your blessings is to rehearse God's accomplishments. To rehearse God's accomplishments is to discover his heart. To discover his heart is to discover not just good gifts, but the good giver. Gratitude always leaves us looking at God and away from dread. It does to anxiety what the morning sun does to the valley mist. It burns it up. Join in the ranks of the 10% who give God a standing ovation. Give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5. Verse 20. So, what are your thoughts on that? Dang, three billion times? That's what you got out of all of that? <laughs> Was a heart beating three billion times hey, in a lifetime? But, dude, that's a lot. It is a lot. 11,000 liters of air in your lungs? Like, oof. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah. And you think about that. Like, if the fact that someone took the time to quantify those, like, num- like those numbers. And to just show us how crazy that is. That just blows my mind. Because you don't think about that every day. Mm. You don't think about the inhale and the exhale. Unless you're like, like I go to a friend, I'm like, you're now breathing manually. <laughs> and then they're just like... <sighs> We're like, dang it! I'm thinking about this way too much. Or it's like you're blinking manually. Cause when you stare at when we when you're like talking to people or anything, you don't really notice them blinking, right? You don't notice no. like how like the eyes need to make sure that like like they don't dry out and like we, we do that's just a normal thing. Mm. Just like the body in general, like every single part of it was made for a specific purpose and a specific reason. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I have two arms and two legs. Because I know a lot of people in the world who don't. And kudos to those people. 
out there in the world because like I know people that don't have limbs. Like they just don't they, they weren't born with them. Yet they still have the mindset of a Christian that tells them, Hey, I'm alive and that's great. And that's something that I should not take for granted. Like, I don't know, man. It's 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 weird, man. I I get this weird giddy feeling when I'm like when I like read this stuff like that because I'm just like, oh man, getting a B in a class is like not worth like the stress and the anxiety just because like how's that gonna affect my life in the future? I don't think my employer fifty years down the road is gonna be like, oh, he failed AP U.S. history. He is. The absolute worst. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just those little things that, like, people just need to know. Hey, be grateful for what you have. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people in the world clearly, like, they don't have any of that stuff. And the other thing I think is really good is that whenever you show gratitude, it seems that you end up using more of what you have. Hmm. Because, I mean, hearing you talk about the body, I know, like, in the Bible, like, the body is used as an analogy for the church. And so, they always talk about, you know, like, what the ear can do, the eye can't do, what the eye can do, the foot can't do, you know, kind of. And so, the church moves as a body. But the thing is, if you were to appreciate your whole body, like, you have to appreciate it because, you know, each part of your body does something different. If you appreciate each part of your life and each you know, person in your life that does something different, what if you're actually motivating them to, you know, do God's will? Yeah, and we can we can we can make that analogy like go even further. Like we're talking about how like yeah the eye can't do what the foot do, can do and everything, but like they all work synonymously. Like they all work as one cohesive unit. And if people took the time to collect all the things that they should be grateful about and have them all linked synonymously saying, hey, all right, being alive is a great thing. And I have all these reasons why. They can go forward with even more gratitude and just do so much more with themselves in the world. Yeah, like they don't have to hold themselves back anymore. They can thrive. Exactly, exactly. Cool. All right, so now we're going to move into our quote of the week, and we're going to take it from good old President John F. Kennedy. He says, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. So I guess you could say, all right, I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z. What are you going to do with that? Hmm. Like, think about that. Like, you anybody can say anything. Like, I could be lying for you. Like, oh, I'm grateful for you, Deji. You're a great friend. As I roll my eyes, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But I mean, what am I gonna do with that? Like, I lied through my. Like, like I'm not lying. Obviously, like, cause I actually mean that. But like, if I were lying, like I was lying through my teeth, I was just like, well, hmm. I mean, that that was basically just empty. So when you do say, like, it's gotta be full. But you gotta back it up with your actions. Yeah. And you gotta like show them, all right, I am grateful. Mm-hmm. And you and you gotta like go that next mile and, say, and just do things in honor of you being grateful. The actions will make your words blossom. 
See, now I'm going to write that down. Like a flower. Like a flower. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap up this episode right now. Um, a couple of announcements for you guys. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at NAC Podcasts. If you want to check out any of the other podcast episodes, you can go to nodclone.com slash podcasts. You can also find it in any of your local podcast players. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Overcasts. We are on Podbean, which is our host. Uh, we are on Stitcher, on Radio Public. Uh, we're on Google Play Music and... I'm forgetting one. SoundCloud? SoundCloud. That's hey. the one. Yeah, yeah. And we act, I just found out by email like last week, we're also on TuneIn as well. So you can listen wow. to us on TuneIn. Yeah, I know, dude. I I was working. I'm making this a thing. Um, if you have any questions about spiritual or individual living, you can go to uh, Twitter and you can just type at NAC Podcast, and you can just go into our Twitter feed and ask us any questions that we can answer in any future episodes. You could also email me at gbo at notaclone.com. Again, that's gbo at notaclone.com. Um, what else? If you're willing to donate to the podcast, just go to notaclone.com slash donate. Even a dollar will help make this podcast and the content on notaclone.com one percent better for you and for all the listeners out there. Uh did you have anything else you want to say to the listeners before we go? Man, just take gratitude, take inventory, and you'll realize that God has blessed you. <laughs> Count those blessings one by one. Yeah, one by one. God, Buddha, the universe, whatever you guys believe, because we are open to all belief season belief systems in order to make sure that you live a more spiritual and individual life. All right, that is all the time we have for today. So if you leave with one message, I hope it's this. Don't be a clone of someone else. Be your own individual self. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.